Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl Podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that's going to help you become your best self. The topic that we are talking about this week is practical self-care tips, and today we are speaking specifically on trying a new hobby. So me, by trade, by who I am, I'm a perfectionist. So trying new things isn't necessarily my cup of tea because I want to be good at things right from the jump. So when I do try something new, it's kind of a big deal to me. Like it's a really big deal. It's like, okay, I will step outside of my little like zone that I live in and try this thing because I either think I'm going to be good at it or, and that sometimes is a delusion as all we all experience, or I actually muster up enough courage to try something new. But I have learned over the years that the more I put myself out there and try new things, the easier it is to let go of some of that perfectionist personality and desire to be in control of how everything turns out because I am a control freak. I like to be in control. I like to know what's going to happen. I've actually been slowly but surely growing out of that. So if you are a control freak as well, I, I want you to know. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. You can eventually work yourself out of that kind of personality and behavior. You just have to actually work at it. Um, But yeah, so I I generally want to know exactly what's going to happen, which again ties in to being a perfectionist uh, because you want everything to go right. And if you don't know what's going to happen, then you don't, you can't make it be right, right? So anyway, but yeah, it's, it's it's such a good exercise to just try something that you are super unfamiliar with. And it's, it's proven that spending time engaging in hobby, hobbies and activities you enjoy is great for improving mental health and wellness, as well as helping to prevent stress and aid in depression. But it's the new hobbies and activities that will stretch and challenge you and you know really expand you as a person, which is so super important. It's important that you actually get those um, experiences and we're not doing the same thing all the time. We're actually like learning new things and acquiring new skills and sets of information for you to continue to excel in the world, right? If we're always continuing to filter through the same information and experiences that we always have done, then how are we, how are we actually going to learn anything? We're not. Obviously, it's going to be the easiest to try things you are semi-familiar with or things that are related to what you already do and what you're already involved with, but what would really help you grow and change will be stepping out of your comfort zone and experiencing things that are totally a left turn from what you're used to. And I know that we all know this. I know that we all know and understand that we have to try new things, that we have to just shake it up a bit. But it can be so super scary when you're not sure how it's going to work out, if you don't want to embarrass yourself, if you don't want to feel like you're a failure or that you've made mistakes, especially especially if you are living that perfectionist life, it doesn't sound very appealing. But just, you know, think of think of the times where it did work out and it it was a good experience and you discovered something that you really loved. Those are the things and the memories that we need to keep in our mind when we're trying to go after something new. So the best thing about hobbies is that there are so many options and they can be relaxing, uplifting, physical, so many different versions of hobbies that you can have. So, because you know, 
I feel like a lot of people, when they think about hobbies, they think about traditional, like, oh, okay, well, you're going to play board games, or you're going to play video games, or you're going to learn an instrument, or you're going to do something outside, you know, like go hiking or something, or you collect baseball cards. I don't know. You know, I just feel like when people think of hobbies in general, they're like, hmm, sounds kind of boring. But honestly, if you don't think that you're quote unquote into hobbies, I would have you take a step back and widen your perspective and understand that there is probably something in your life that would actually classify as a hobby. Maybe you don't classify it as a hobby, which is totally fine, but it would be classified as a hobby because it's something that you enjoy and it's something that you do on the regular and it's something that is kind of outside of what you do normally, you know, typically. So, um, and why you choose a hobby is dependent on you and your needs. And it's because everyone's different and everyone is into different things. And some things, some experiences spark more joy than others for different people. And we're all made differently, which is amazing. Um, So maybe you want to do something that will help you be more social, or maybe it's a way for you to learn something new to challenge yourself, or maybe you just need to provide a distraction from other things in your life. But either way, the best way to go into something new is to have an attitude of excitement and gratitude. Excitement and gratitude. I believe you need both. Um, Excitement because it would be something fun and enjoyable, but also gratitude because the ability to be grateful for anything and everything we are able to be involved with is super important because there are definitely going to be people in the world that don't have as many options to certain things that you want to do as much as you do, right? Or even just where you are, maybe you don't have a ton of money and so you have like a shorter list of things to choose from than maybe someone else you know because they have more, they're in a different financial place than you and they have more money to spend on whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like for us, our daughter is in children's theater, but it costs money. It costs a good amount of money, which is fine because we're able to, at this point in our lives, afford to do that. But there's other people that, you know, that's not really an option for them or they have to submit for a scholarship because it can be expensive um, to be involved in those things. And so I understand that that can play into what you choose. So maybe there's something that you do want to do, but you can't financially afford it. But I would encourage you, if you feel like that's a roadblock for you and your hobby, find a way to see if you can be sponsored or if there's some sort of scholarship or a way for you to save up and then do and then go after that hobby soon. Because I know that not everything that we like to do in life is free. So I totally get that. But again, it is super important for us to be grateful and excited. Excited because we should be excited to try new things. Sometimes scared, but also excited. And again, gratitude is important in all parts of our lives. So I have about five tips on what to do when you're starting to look for a new hobby and how to find one that would fit for you. And before we jump into that, we are going to talk about the five-minute reset. But even before that, you might be asking yourself, okay, Sabrina, why does finding a new hobby, how does that play into practical self-care tips? Well, it plays into it because one of the best ways to take care of yourself is to have yourself involved in activities like hobbies um, and experiences that bring you joy, that bring you happiness, that help you relax, that help you to, you know, be focused on something that really just, you know, makes you feel content 
or something that helps distract you from your life. And if we are not, you know, being involved with activities like hobbies uh, that can, you know, really help us enjoy our lives even more, then we're not taking care of ourselves. We're not implementing the happiness and joy and uh, the need for us to decompress in the ways that a lot of people do. So I believe that having a hobby, which maybe you don't call it that, it's totally fine, but having an activity that you enjoy doing is part of self-care because I feel like everyone needs to have that short list of things that they love to do and they can fall back on to make themselves feel better or to find a little bit of you know distraction and time away from whatever's happening in the world. So that is how it plays in. So before we get to the tips, again, the five-minute reset, I talk about it every single episode, Um, The 5-Minute Reset allows you to reset, reboot, restart your day right then and there. It's one of those things I encourage people to use when you're having a tough day and things seem very overwhelming, burdensome, troubling, uh, just annoying in general. You're able to draw a line in the sand and decide that everything that's happened is behind you. You will take whatever lessons you need from those experiences and you will move forward. You will not let it continue to drag into your day, into the next day, and continue to be something that is weighing you down. So the five-minute reset, all you need is at least five minutes to be by yourself and you get to take a break from any issues or burdens that are currently weighing you down. You can spend some time coming up with any resolutions for any issues or problems that you are dealing with alone or that involves someone else. I always encourage everyone to come up with a list of at least four things that you are grateful for, big, small, medium size. You can be grateful for making upcoming plans with people that you enjoy spending time with. You can be grateful that you are actually practicing, participating in a hobby upcoming. Uh, You can be grateful that you were able to meet new friends and gain new connections in your life. Or maybe you're grateful that you were finally able to implement your own personal boundaries and kind of push someone back a little bit because they needed to be pushed back. So whatever it is you're grateful for, you can be grateful for literally anything and everything. The list is never ending. And last but not least, make sure that you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive about the rest of your day, because hopefully, you know, reflecting back on your gratitude list and just thinking about positives and blessings in your life will help you to realize that spending more time thinking about those positives and blessings in your life will help you get through the really hard negative times you may be currently experiencing without diminishing what you're going through. Okay, so let's chat about what to do when you are looking to start a new hobby. These tips are helpful. Don't worry. (laughs) It won't be super boring. Um, Okay, so the first one is to think about what you used to enjoy in the past and decide if you should try it again. So I feel like there's times when we were a child and there were things that we enjoy doing. Um, Let's see. For example, I liked riding my bike when I was a kid. I haven't really done it since, uh, I don't know, probably middle school. Probably middle school because I don't think I had a bike in high school. I think like we had to sell it or something. And then I did buy a bike in college, um, but then... I don't think, I don't know what happened to that bike. This is a great question. I originally bought my bike in college so that I could ride my bike to work because I didn't have a car yet. Um, and But that didn't work out because I, I went to school right outside of Seattle. And the city that I lived in, the suburb I lived in of Seattle, was very hilly. 
And I wasn't like the best person in shape. So for me to ride up and down these hills, um, also in the night, because I worked night shift, it just wasn't a reality. So I bought a bike for nothing. But anyway, um, I think I ended up like giving it to someone or selling it to someone. So it wasn't that big of a deal. But anyway, um, so maybe that would be, so the example would be like, I haven't, I haven't ridden a bike in a long time, so I could probably get back into that. And that actually is something I've been wanting to get back into. And my husband had bought me a bike and then someone stole it out of our yard a few years ago. So that is something that me personally, I'd like to get back into that I used to do, um, in the past, uh, maybe for you, it's like, let's see, ice skating, or maybe it's even just playing video games. Maybe you haven't done that in a long time and you'd like to get involved in that, or, Maybe you'd like to start a garden. That's a great hobby, especially, I mean, at least in the Northern Hemisphere or in springtime, I think it's a good time to start getting that going, right? So yeah, think about something that you used to enjoy in the past and decide if you want to resurrect that and try it again and see if that'll be a fit. And if it's not a good fit, it's fine. All you have to do is just move right along and try something else. The second tip I have for you is to turn something you enjoy into a hobby. So this can be really easy because there's a lot of things in in our life that we just like kind of as spectators that we could turn into a hobby. So the two examples I have for you is let's say that you really enjoy food and eating. I know a lot of people do and you just feel like you're a connoisseur of food and finding the best places to eat, but you could turn that into a hobby and maybe learn how to cook those things or maybe learn how to bake those things if you're super into pastries and treats and things like that. Um, that's kind of what I did. I, ever since I was in high school, I really liked to bake, but it wasn't until I got in college and I started like learning how to bake even better. And then when I got married, um, because part of the reason why I got my husband's attention is because I did a lot of baking for him in college. Um, but then when we got married, I really jumped into baking because I just loved it so much. And I actually ended up selling, um, a lot of my baked goods and even made a wedding cake and it was, it was really fun. Um, so yeah, you could easily turn something into something that you enjoy like eating or, you know, enjoying treats and learning how to bake or cook them and then even make money off of it. Um, another example would be like, if you really enjoy watching certain sport or sports in general, you could try to go out and play a sport. And I'm not saying that you have to like mimic the exact sport. Like if you enjoy watching football, which I do, I'm not saying you have to go play football, but you could join like a flag football team. Um, or maybe you're just like, okay, I like watching football, but let's figure out a sport that'd be a lot easier. Maybe join a quick kickball team or like a softball team, right? That'd be kind of fun. So it could really help you to figure out something that you enjoy from the sidelines and turn it into a full-fledged activity for you to do on the regular. The third tip that I have for you is to try someone else's hobby. <laughs> this is kind of a cop-out tip, but it could really help. Like if you have a friend or someone in your family or even your partner that does something and they seem to get a lot of enjoyment out of it, um, give it a try. So an example of this would be when I knew someone was doing CrossFit and I was like, hmm, you know, they seem like they're really enjoying it. It seems like it's really fun. Let me give it a try. And I did. I gave it a try for like a week or two and then it was fun, but then it just wasn't wasn't for me. But 
I was glad that I tried it. I was glad that I went through the experience of giving it a try, figuring out what it's all about, not making, not living my life with on just assumptions of it, like actually giving it a try. And yes, yeah, some people might think that I should have tried it longer, but it just, it wasn't for me. And I just paid for like one month and, um, and then I was like, oh, no, not really for me, but I enjoyed doing it and it was a good experience. So, um, but yeah, but I did it because someone else was doing it. So you could just try someone else's hobby out. You know, a lot of people usually can get like a partner pass if you're going to go to the gym with them or go to a yoga class, Pilates, whatever. Um, or if they're doing something else that you can afford to do, then do that. Just give it a quick try. But I would also have a conversation with your friend or your partner, whomever it is, just to let them know, hey, I just want to try it out. Let them know no promises because you don't want them to like, um, you don't want there to be any animosity or anything between you two if you decide that you don't like what they're doing and they might feel offended by that. No, you're just trying it out. You're just giving it the old college try. So make sure you have that conversation if you think it could end badly if you don't like it. The fourth tip I have for you is to find something that distracts you or calms you. So a lot of times people will engage in hobbies because, you know, it's fun and it's something that they actually want to put a lot of time and energy into, but maybe that's not for you. Maybe you're like, no, I already do that a lot for work and my regular life, but you really need something that calms you or distracts you from your normal life. So this could be like knitting or yoga or running or puzzles or whatever it is. I would just say that the golden rule for rule, the golden rule for this is that if you are not having fun then and it's and it's not enjoyable then you just need to stop and find something else so maybe knitting is frustrating for you because you cannot remember how the pattern goes this is what happened to me in high school then you just stop and you find something else or maybe yoga maybe you're like oh no it's just too low key for me too slow again this happened to me um and then you just find something else but maybe but you know like for me puzzles puzzles are very calming for me i can just have a show on in the background or music and just sit there and do a puzzle for a long time it's very calming and it's entertaining for me um or running i really like running it's very methodical it's very like you know you feel strong but you feel calm but you feel like you're in control of the situation it's a beautiful thing to me, but maybe none of those things would depict the feeling of distraction or calmness in you. Find your own thing, but find something that will bring that experience to you via a hobby like that. Okay, so the final and fifth tip that I have for you today is to find a list online and try something new and different. Now, the reason that I put this in here, because I feel like it, again, it's kind of a cop-out. Cause I'm just, cause like, it's something that most people are going to do, but maybe you didn't think about it. And maybe you need me to actually suggest go to Google, type in hobbies or new hobbies to try or any of these keywords, and it'll give you a list. And you know, what's even better is if you try, if you type in new hobbies for adults, because if you are an adult and you're not like a young teen or even in your early twenties, it's, it'll give you a more defined list of things that might be more fitting for an adult. That's not to say that things that 18-year-olds are doing aren't suited for someone my age of the age of 35 wouldn't be interested in. It's just It just kind of like swings it in a different direction of viewing those activities or really just activities that some older people are more, you know, engaged in. Like, let's say you want to be a connoisseur of like wine and 
you, you can't really do that at 18. <laughs> I mean, at least not in the United States. So, you know, that would be something more geared towards an old, older adult to like, you know, try wine, start collecting wines. Maybe you want to make your own wine. Maybe you just want to be a wine collector and learn all about it and that kind of thing. So, um, so yeah, so I would say go online, type in some of those keywords, find a list, and then maybe just try some new things. And if you're afraid to do this, the best way to do it quickly while still tackling your fear is to take someone along with you on the journey. So find a friend or family member or a, or your partner or whomever that would be interested in trying something new with you and giving it a shot and just, you know, making it like a thing to do, like a, an activity or a date night or whatever, just something fun for you guys to engage in and give a try. So yeah, but I feel like going and looking through a list, especially if you feel like the last four ideas that I gave you were not helpful, which is totally fine. Just going through a list and seeing whatever sparks your fancy and then making your own little mini list and then going through that again, that can really help you get started on finding your newest hobby. Okay, so that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. Don't forget to check below for the show notes where to find me on Instagram, which is at Sabrina Joy Perozo. Um, you can send me an email with any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topic suggestions, or just to say, Hey, hi, and hello to me. I would encourage you to pop on over to my website, which is sabrinajoy.com where you can listen to the podcast, but you can also see some very interesting YouTube videos that I have recorded. Um, as of late, I am just doing cool vibey videos of me cleaning and tidying around the house and things like that. Um, so if you're into that, you can go and watch that too, but no pressure, no pressure. Um, but thank you so much for listening, downloading, sharing the show. You guys are fantastic. Love you all. Making my dreams come true. But until next time, have a good one and I will see you next time. Bye guys.